BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome to 2023. We're still here breaking beauty. This is our seventh year of doing the podcast. <laughs> what? So I'm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, we had the idea in 2016. Oh, so okay. OK. We had the idea in November 2016. So, OK, we're I'll take it. Seven. Do you have the seven year itch? Are you wanting to get rid of me? No, I don't want to get rid of you yet. I might want to play around. I might want to have some flings. Does anybody want me to guest host their podcast? I'm here for it. (laughs) But, you know, I hope that all of our listeners had an amazing holiday. I hope that you unplugged. I hope you watched lots of movies and enjoyed all your little goodies and are ready for a new year. I want to know what people bought with their Sephora gift cards the day after Christmas, because I feel like that is a secret marketing strategy. I mean, this is completely my opinion, but I notice a lot of products are new and they launch the day after Christmas. Yes, you had said that before. You feel like that's a strategy where they launch right in that week because there's probably some algorithm where they get better billing and like the Sephora searches or something if they're new. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. But I'd be curious if you got a Sephora gift card after the holidays, did you blow it on something brand new or did you go back to like a tried and true favorite? I'll tell you what I would blow my gift certificate on, but it'd be on Amazon, a nose trimmer. Oh, nose hair trimmer for you or for, for your me. Husband? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like we're doing our TikTok videos or whatever, and I can see my nose hairs. Everybody's going to examine this now. And I'm like, I need a nose hair trimmer. So bad. you just need to put your camera up higher. No, I need angle. a nose hair trimmer and I need a cute one. If anybody has any like recommendations for me, I need a really cute one that doesn't make me feel dumb and isn't going to slice off one of my nostrils. Can I've you please... used the one from the brand is called Flawless and they do like brow trimmers and they do face hair sort of trimmers. Okay. And I've used the little brow trimmer to get a couple nose hairs. Like I, you know how we are, we end up with like multiples of things sometimes. Yep. And I have one that I have designated if there are any stray 
nose hairs. But let me tell you, have you ever done it? It freaking hurts. What is, are we talking about a scissor or an electric situation? No, it's like, it's like, a, it's almost like it pulls it out. It's like, it doesn't oh, trim. Well, it like tweezers? Pulls. Yeah. Well, anybody can use a tweezer. No, 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 it's not tweezer. Oh. It's like almost like an epilator type of oh. tip on oh. it. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know, guys. <laughs> This is that could be whole, our invention. This is a whole saga, but I think we should move on and get into our episode today. We're talking about hair of another sort. And because a lot of you are resetting for the new year, we're going to be talking about your best hair ever in 2023. The seven hair truths that only a celebrity hairstylist will tell you is the title of today's episode with celebrity hairstylist Andrew Fitzsimons. He is everything right now, you guys. Everything. We had such a fun chat. We did this one live in person when we were in Los Angeles a few months ago. And so if you're not familiar, Andrew is an Irish hairstylist. He splits his time between New York and Los Angeles. And you see him in the background all the time on the Kardashian show on Hulu. Mm. So he does. He works a lot primarily with Khloe Kardashian, but he's also done Kris Jenner's hair for some big events. He's worked with Kim, Courtney, Megan Fox. And he also very recently, this was so fun. He was responsible for Jennifer Lopez's look on her latest mm. album drop. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of recreating her album look from 20 years ago, which was done by Orbe Mm -hmm. back in the day. And so he did a whole post about this on his Instagram about how he recreated that look. And it was like he looked up to Orbe so much. So it was like getting all those details right. Fascinating. I just love that cover when she launched it on Instagram and it looked like a still album cover. And then she like came to life. It was so magical and amazing. Andrew's yeah. work can also be found in leading publications. He's in V Magazine, Harper's Bazaar, L. You know, he works on the KKW Beauty and Skims and Kylie Cosmetics campaigns. He's just like in it, but he's such a sweetheart. Like when we sat down with yeah. him, I just fell in love with him. Absolutely. And he has his own line. I've tried a few of the products. I love the volumizing shampoo and conditioner. It's so good. It's like a sexy AF mm-hmm. line. And it's exclusively available at Ulta Beauty. It's at Boots in the UK. And it's a drugstore brand that looks like it belongs in the salon, in my opinion. Absolutely. So I think that's what's the most surprising about the Andrew Fitzsimons hair care line is that he's got all this clout. And when he came out with this line in April of 2022, he came out with salon performance caliber hair care but all of the products are priced at $14 each. You know, like eat your heart out, Arbe. Sorry. And he also really got a lot of headlines when he launched because he had one of the most inclusive beauty campaign visuals I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's right. All sizes, all genders. Again, pretty rare to find a curve model in a beauty campaign still to this day. But Andrew did that with Charlie Reynolds, a.k.a. Peachy Baby, who is one of the models and looks amazing. Yeah, it's on a different level. Charlie is like riding the giant oversized (laughs) shampoo bottle like you can't miss it. It's just like instantly your jaw drops. You're like, oh, this isn't Pantene. Like what is happening? here? Absolutely. And then, of course, it's very like modern day ingredients, quote unquote, clean. You know, we always there's a little asterisks beside that cruelty free vegan sustainable packaging and in case you're wondering the number one seller so far is the af1 restructuring 10 in one leave-in conditioner again just 14 dollars. 
It detangles. It helps repair damage terror, split ends, kills frizz, boosts, shines, smooths, softens. It's working harder than Chris Jenner. Love to see it. Okay. So let's break it down, Carlene, for everyone, what they're going to learn from Andrew today. So again, the topic of the hour is seven healthy hair habits everyone needs to adopt ASAP. And so we discover the right way to brush out knots and tangles. We debunk some common myths about frizzy hair and curly hair. Plus, we find out how to get that truly slick 90s updo that everyone's doing these days. There's a secret to getting that look, and we want to know what it is. All that. Plus, we're going to learn a little bit about Andrew himself because he's just gorgeous and lovely in every way. You know, when we got to sit down with him, we got the backstory behind his face tattoo. You know, he's got some Post Malone vibes going on there. He also dropped out of school at age 14. So, of course, we had to find out what that was about and what his mom had to say about that. And finally, stay tuned till the end where we sing a little Dolly Parton by the end of the episode. That's how much fun we were having. Yeah. And follow us on TikTok because... Andrew showed us the hair tool that he uses on Megan Fox. I have never seen anything like it in my life. Mm. I didn't even understand what it was. So be sure to follow us on TikTok because he kind of opens up his kit right in front of us. And we got to see everything that was in there that he legitimately uses. Amazing. All right. Take us into 2023. Andrew Fitzsimons. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Way. So we're talking about healthy hair habits to adopt ASAP in 2023. And for any of my flaky hair girlies out there, I just want to say we see you. Most of us have dealt with some dandruff at some point in our lives. In fact, one in five of us in any circle of friends has a flaky scalp right now. And guess what? There is an option that doesn't involve the same drugstore shampoo that your boyfriend slaps on. It's the Waze new anti-dandruff shampoo. It's just as top shelf worthy as any of the other stylish hair products we've come to know and love by Way. If you're a Way lover, you know it's all the mastermind of celebrity hairstylist Jen Atkin and everything she creates is just so on point, like super stylish and really effective as well. This one is in a subtle green bottle and it's scented with their Cape Town fragrance. So you get this fresh hit of ginger and spearmint in the shower. Let's talk about results, though. It's got a skincare ingredient that we also know and love, salicylic acid. That sloughs away those dry flakes. And what I noticed right away is just how extra clean and soft my hair felt after using it no flakes. They actually pulled 25 people who tried it. And after 28 days, 100%, that's everybody noticed fewer flakes and their scalp felt less itchy and bothered overall. Translation, it's hashtag damn good because it really works. Do more than drugstore with the new anti-dandruff shampoo from Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code beauty15 for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com code beauty15. And now back to the show. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture every Tuesday, okay? I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Welcome to Breaking Beauty. Thank you. So you just got off a flight from Milan. Yes. You were doing 
Fashion Week for the Jenner Kardashian crew. Mm-hmm. What was Fashion Week like now? Did you feel inspired when you were there? Like, was there anything you were like, really inspired vibe? by the carbs for sure <laughs> i was inspired by the pasta and the pizza i was gonna say what inspired not to go to the gym <laughs> and what did you buy i was like i always have to buy something but i'm like a travel did i buy anything shopper no, dolce gave gave us some stuff which is nice i know i spent any money that i dropped it was it was on carbohydrates I yeah, love that. yeah that's Fair. the place yeah. to do it that's a good investment solid yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to ask you i was just saying before we jumped on the mic that as far as I'm concerned. You're our first Irish accent on the mic, which I'm obsessed with. I love just like the diversity and the texture. I love hearing it. You're a star. I'll put it on for you. I'll put it on extra. For oh, you. love yeah. it. Yes, baby. I have to do that for my mom too. Uh-huh. If, if I if I'm talking to her on the phone and I sound in any way American, she gets very upset. So I have to sound full potato <laughs> farmer for her. So I'll do the same. Oh for you. my gosh, yeah. so funny. It's funny you mentioned that because I was just going to ask you about your mom. Of course, when I was doing my research, I read an article about you in the Irish Sun, mm-hmm. which, as far as I know, that could be the National Enquirer. I'm sorry if it, <laughs> it is. It kind of is, actually. Okay, that's, <laughs> so maybe this is fake news. We're going to clear this up right now. I read that you dropped out of school when you were just 13 years old True. to become a hairstylist. True. And in order to get permission from mom, you made her a promise. Yeah. What was that promise? I, I actually made her two promises. It wasn't out of my own volition. She made me sign a contract with her. Well, the thing is, Ireland at that time, this was the late 90s, early 2000s. Ireland is a very diverse, very, very liberal place now. Back then, it was still kind of the rules were still made by the Catholic Church. It was still very homophobic, mm-hmm. sexist. Definitely, I didn't feel like there was a place for me there. And I was in a catholic rugby school so for a little sensitive gay boy automatically didn't fit in there so basically when i was 13 years old my mom i asked my mom to get me a summer job i didn't really know what i wanted to do specifically career-wise i was 13 but she knew that i loved makeup hair fashion all the gay things basically moms know. and moms know and i got a summer job in a hair salon absolutely loved it had an aptitude for it it was mainly old ladies that were coming in like grannies yeah and in ireland there's a thing called the blue rinse. You guys don't have it over here, but okay. for some reason, ladies in their 80s and 90s have pastel colored hair sometimes in the UK and Ireland, like pink hair or blue <gasps> hair or purple hair. You do a little rinse in the basin. It was just, and I love grannies and grannies love me. So it was so perfect. So the time September came around, this is 2001. I just was like, I don't want to go back to school. This is, I was around all women for the first time. I didn't have to perform anymore. Like when I'm, when I was in an all male environment, I really had to pretend to be somebody that I wasn't for my own safety, Mm -hmm. internal and external. So the hair salon was the first safe space that I ever encountered. My shoulders just went down and I was able to relax and I didn't have to be anyone that I wasn't. I was able to start developing who I was for the first time. And that was because of women. But when it came time to go back to school, I I went back to school for maybe two weeks and I was like, I, I, I have no interest in doing this. I... I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And that process was difficult. I was, by that time I had turned 14 and we went into the guidance counselor in the school. My mother basically was like, okay, if we're going to do this, you have to make me two promises. One was to never take sick days because she was afraid that I would leave school and then not really apply myself at work either. Just, she thought that maybe I was just trying to get out of school. Yeah, and that was it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And the second was to get to the top of my field. In, mm-hmm. ha- in hairdressing. So I've been doing hair for 22 years now full time. And I've taken two sick days in that 22 years. Wow. And when I tell you, I was in Las Vegas on some kind of job and I got food poisoning. 
I still got on the plane. I couldn't oh. see. I was like, I, my body was shutting down. I said, I was like, I have to do Chris Jenner's hair. I have to like, I have to get back to LA. And I had to finally, for the first time, admit that I was a human being and take two sick days. Yeah. That's the only time I've, I've called in sick for work. So I kind of kept the promise ish. And the second was to get to the top of my field. And I'm still trying, going to die trying. <laughs> I feel like you're there. I and now you have there. a tattoo that says home. Yeah. Is that related to your yeah. home? Li- does your mom know you have a face tattoo? How does she feel about this? Well, she she kind of helped me organize it. So my grandmother, uh, there's this ancestral lineage of all of the women in my family and myself, my grandmother, my mother and my sister. And my grandmother lived to be 99. She was born in the house that she died in, basically, in in the hill of Hoth in Dublin Little Fishing Village. And just before she died, I asked my mom to get her to write out the word home. And I was going to get a tattoo to myself. So my mom, you know, she put the the pen in my grandmother's hand. So it's kind of her fault. So, okay, yeah, she's the one to blame for my face tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to get a job in corporate America now. (laughs) Yeah, too late to switch careers. (laughs) I want to talk to you about your hair care line, of Mm -hmm. course. I love that everything is budget. Mm-hmm. And yet you look at the campaign, which I loved, and it's like glamorous. The packaging check. The formulas are said to be like professional quality. How did you pull this off? <laughs> the more expensive a product is, the more budget basically they had for packaging, for formulas and whatever. So it's very easy to make high price luxury hair care. And I think for me, that was probably the expectation of what I would do. Yeah. But I grew up in a single parent household in a council estate, in which is basically the projects in, in Ireland. My mother had, I think, four jobs at any given time. And a lot of the time when there isn't any extra money, the mom is the person who's on the end of the food chain. So mm-hmm. the types of hair products and makeup that my mom could afford, it was either slightly damaged or the cheapest one that she could find. And after working all around the world for 22 years, a lot of the products that I use are not extremely expensive. It's you're paying for packaging, you're paying for the prestige, you're paying for all these different elements. So to me, it was just I knew that it just requires a bit more creativity and a bit more time and a bit more intention. For something to be luxury to me, it means that every single part of it is considered. Mm. So the experience is, is considered, the details are considered. My my packaging is, to me, it is luxury because it looks luxury. It's and so hot, yeah. luxury. your packaging. Thank you. Yeah, it's so good. But at the same time, we use PCR, post-consumer recycled, I think that's what mm-hmm. Plastic, so basically recycled plastic. And our formulas are basically top of the line, futuristic ass formulas that to me are almost like they're solution based. But also I really wanted to make each product the newest, shiniest, most futuristic version of products. So all of those details together make a luxury hair care brand to me. You can't say something is inclusive if people can't afford it. Mm-hmm. So every step of the way, I had to be really disciplined. I'm like, okay, no, like if this one ingredient drives the, the price up that much, let's see where the innovations are mm-hmm. and, and how yeah. we can fill in those gaps and and be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to talk about your campaign because mm. it is fantastic. This came out back in April yeah. and we clocked it right away. We talked about it on one of our episodes and one of the models you used, fun fact, Charlie Reynolds yes, is a curve model, yes. Peachy Baby. And peachy I believe, Baby. I believe Peachy Baby's from Toronto, our she, hometown. She is, I I think she's from Toronto. She's definitely Canadian. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure yeah. she's from mm-hmm. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's from Toronto and I've been following on Instagram. So great. 
there was definitely an underscore of inclusivity and body positivity and making people look glamorous. The intention wasn't necessarily a comment on the way anyone else communicates to women. It was just yeah. purely the main images of my brand were not traditional hair shots per se. Mm, yeah. And the people that I work with were like, are you sure you don't want to do something that people can like understand that this is definitely hair? Because people might get confused that it's fashion or it's for right. makeup or whatever. And I said, I want to create something which is basically hitting the reset button on hair care and identity. My campaign is basically a blue sky, a giant hair product and a woman by herself with her hair blowing wildly in the wind. It's not not a hair out of place expectation mm-hmm. that are, that is put on women like mm-hmm. the, you have to live your life but also in heels and have 30 packs of hair in, in, in uh, on your head and like yeah. all these different mm-hmm. expectations that aren't put on men i wanted to hit a reset button and basically say that whatever you think of a hair care brand this is not it right this is a new concept for yeah. hair and your identity is yours you own that i don't own that i'm not going to be a man who's going to tell you how you should look or this is how you get sexy hair like mm-hmm. that's not my intention my intention is to showcase my opinion and my opinion is women are extremely brave extremely beautiful extremely powerful beings and that's hopefully how i how i showcase them and and peachy baby who is such a star people are like how do you feel that like you have the first plus size or curve model in a beauty ad and i said that makes me really upset and really angry that it's only happening now it's not something to celebrate it's actually Mm -hmm. something that we should all like question why 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 that is yeah and why why is so rare why is that why is this a headline it's really confusing and upsetting but as I said, everything that I do is with intention when it comes to speaking to other people, especially when it comes to women as a male. So the intention was there. It definitely wasn't a comment on anyone else's point of view, right. just mine. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it so much. And it just it just felt fresh, like you said, the reset. And one other thing before we get into our hair truths with mm-hmm. Andrew, one thing that I think is pretty unique or very unique is that you do at the retail level training with the salespeople mm-hmm. about inclusivity and diversity. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can pronoun speak to that pro, and pronoun training. Maybe you can speak to that. Yeah. Well, actually, w- what was really amazing was when we launched the brand at Ulta. Ulta Beauty in the States. I went into the 34th Street store in New York. Mm-hmm. And I've been there. It's it's beautiful, yes. first of all. It's like a toy store yeah. for for beauty people. Mm-hmm. But I saw that so many of the associates, they were trans or they were gender nonconforming mm-hmm. or they had their own style. It reminded me of, I don't know if any either of you, well, you're an East Coaster. Yes. I don't know if any of you guys spent time in New York in the 80s or 90s. But there was a store called Pat Field, Patricia Field. She's, yes, she styled yeah. Sex in the, the City, city. and lots right. of other things. But she had a store in New York in the East Village. And that was basically the safe space for gay people, trans people to be able to mm. work freely and get, be able to get a job and be visibly gay or visibly trans or mm-hmm. visibly gender nonconforming. And going into that store, it kind of reminded me of that atmosphere where Ulta Beauty basically said, this is who we are. You'll be welcomed if, if you come in here, but respect us and we'll respect you. Just like the kind of home that I would want for, mm-hmm. for my baby. So being able to meet with and speak to the associates or who are the people on the floor, that was me back, back in the day. The people who are able to communicate with people who, who come in and have hair complaints and be able to do so in a respectful way was really important to me. But I feel really, really privileged that not only are we in a time where people are even perceptive to that, but Ulta Beauty have definitely made it their mission to try to influence the beauty world mm-hmm. in that way and say, this is this is the new precedent. Yeah. 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 Obsessed. Yeah. 
happy to kick off the new year with Pair Eyewear, one of our longtime show partners. So I just realized it's been exactly two years since I last got my eyes examined. So I made an appointment with my eye doctor for a check-in stat. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not even going to be mad if I need new prescription lenses because honestly, Pair Eyewear makes it so affordable and frankly fun to get new glasses. So Pair Eyewear, they're a completely customizable eyewear company that in a single snap allows you to click on a new design to transform your eyewear whenever the mood strikes. One pair with endless possibilities. So first up, you choose your base frame. The last time I scored the Wanda's, they're like oversized cat eye. They're clear. But now I'm looking at the Reese frames. They're in a tortoise color, the ones that I like, and they're more of a narrow fit. I tried them on with the pair eyewear virtual try on tool, and I really like how they look. And the frames start at just $60, including prescription. Like, can you believe? And now comes the fun part. You get to choose from hundreds of matching magnetic top frame designs that make it easy to switch up your look to suit your mood or occasion. They also have really fun collaborations with like Marvel and Harry Potter. And you can show some love even for your favorite sports teams. And beyond helping you craft a style that's yours, Pear wants to do some good. So for every pair you buy, Pear provides glasses to a child in need. And great news, we have a special offer just for Breaking Beauty listeners. Experiment with who you can be in 2023 with Pear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash Beauty15 for 15% off your first purchase. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com slash Beauty15. Once again, PearEyewear.com slash Beauty15 for 15% off your first purchase. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to today's chat. Okay, let's get into some hair truths because you are an expert. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, let's do this. Yes. What is the best move for anyone with thin hair that people are really sleeping on? So caffeine is like been around since the dawn of time, but is like relatively new in hair care. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, pour the coffee straight on. <laughs> yeah, or... you just get a really hot <laughs> pot of coffee. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, I include it as my as my super ingredient in my right. in my body volume line. Also, clarifying shampoo is a really good idea because people sometimes don't realize how much residue of products is in their hair. Mm -hmm. Also, it really depends on like some people wash their hair like uh, once a day. Some people wash their hair once a week. Paying attention to your hair, making sure you know what clean is. A a scalp scrub Mm. is a really great way to make sure that there's no extra skin cells, just like exfoliating your body. Mm -hmm. It's the same concept for your scalp. Mm -hmm. Making sure that your, your scalp is as clean and fresh as possible. Using stimulating ingredients like caffeine in your hair care is a really good idea. Yeah, that, that would be it's all advice. about the follicle, right? You've yeah. got to let it breathe, let yeah. it live. But yeah. I, I want to ask you specifically about a thickening spray and how you use that, because I think people use them wrong, to be honest. Right. So I, I created all of my products to be very layerable. Okay. And with fine and thin hair, you have to be able to layer it. If you if you have a, a product that is just really hardcore, mm-hmm. like a hardcore mousse or anything, you're not going to be able to get a brush through your hair. And it's not going to actually make your hair look that much thicker. Mm-hmm. So two things. Having a conditioner that's very lightweight, a conditioner that conditions your hair but is very, very lightweight is is a, is a must and not using it near your roots if you don't yeah. need to. But a thickening spray. So I have a blow dry spray and basically it's the scaffolding for your hair. If you wash your hair and it feels really soft and it just wants to go asleep, basically it's, it's something there to give you a little bit of scaffolding when you style your hair. Basically what I do is... When I'm blow drying someone's hair, I'll either start at the back or the front. While the hair is still damp, I'll spray half of the head with the blow dry spray. Because the ingredients in a blow dry spray are 
they're there to make the hair feel thicker so they can you want to dry it as as quickly as possible so if okay. you spray your whole entire head and then you start at the back your hair might be crunchy at the front by the time you get to it so generally i use the product as i'm going if your hair is on the on the fine side start blow drying your hair at the back mm. only use the product on the back until you're done with that and then spray the front that way the product will feel softer in your hair. It won't feel as crunchy. So yeah, using a product roots to ends mm-hmm. is a really good idea too because a lot of the time people only think that volume needs to exist at the roots but you want your whole hairstyle to hold too. So yeah, so I would say using using your hair product as you're going as opposed to just spraying your whole head okay. and, then, and then starting your hair styling. This one applies to me, greasy scalp. What do we do? I mean, what what's the truth there? Yeah, like is it what's it caused by and like what's the 911 on that? Okay, so I would also go back to a clarifying regimen, a clarifying shampoo, making sure that you've no residue in your hair, again a light conditioner, a scalp scrub I would definitely recommend for maybe once once a week. It depends. Some people sweat more from from their head and there's not much you can can do about that. That's going to coat mm. your hair with with all of your scalp juices. Mm-hmm. Some people touch their hair a lot. I got advice from a dermatologist, like never touch your face. Try not to touch your hair and and it won't appear as oily. Hmm. Sometimes for people, especially people with bangs, they can't get away with shampooing their hair every second day. But sometimes even just shampooing your your bangs and, and, leave, and using a right. dry shampoo everywhere else. So oh, it really depends. It depends on the density of your hair and is that causing your scalp mm-hmm. to sweat is it from overly touching your hair it really depends but definitely a clarifying regimen is your best bet to yeah. to counteract that um, yeah that i live i totally live by the way detox shampoo it's mm-hmm. so it's so good it's just like that reset i gotta do it every weekend mm-hmm. tell us what is a myth about curly textured hair that needs to be debunked right here and right now what does everybody get wrong in your opinion not everyone a lot of people well some people misdiagnose their curly hair mm-hmm. misdiagnose it so a lot, sometimes people will think that all curly hair is coarse mm. but there are so many different variations so uh, i come across all different curly textures some people's hair is like extremely fine but to the touch the the nature of curly hair is that it is in a spiral so when you have a group of spirals together it it feels different to a, a group of straight hairs together obviously right. so it's 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 identifying not only your curl pattern but also the density of your hair and how mm. it behaves so i created a a line for curly hair and it's from 3a to 4c curl types but there are different products for different types of curls so treating all curls as one thing is probably the biggest mistake curly hair is you have a little you have a little code of like what is your curl type and what is your density so finding that out and then finding the right products for you is is what i would uh, yeah. recommend okay not all curls are the same mm-hmm. right okay fill in this blank andrew people think that the truth about frizzy hair is blank but actually it's blank. Okay, well, first of all, a lot of people think that frizz is a problem. Mm. It's just automatically a hair problem. I love mm. frizzy hair. Mm. I l- adore frizzy hair. I just remember commenting, I'm so, I'm so bad sometimes. I just commented before I had a, a brand, this was not like a this was not malicious, but I just saw a hair brand had a picture of someone with frizzy hair and said don't you hate when your hair is like this? Like, this is how you remedy it. And I just wrote under like, this is beautiful. Frizzy hair is is beautiful. So I guess to fill in the blank, I would say that frizzy hair is beautiful. 
Right. If it is an issue for you, because I know it, it actually is a, a, an issue for some people and they don't necessarily always like it. And you don't have to like it just because I do. But um, <laughs> don't wash your hair with really hot water. Also, right. like washing your hair with cold water will definitely help automatically. Using a leave-in conditioner is obviously a great idea. I created a, a leave-in conditioner called AF1, which basically takes care of all of the hair complaints that I hear, or as many as, as it can. Basically, it's like a 10 in 1 from the jump. So the mm -hmm. like UV protection, heat protection, all of those elements, and frizz control too. So there's definitely products out there that can help, especially if you live in a really humid environment. That's definitely a product thing. Get the right product for you. But I would say maybe embrace your frizz a little bit. Okay. Brush it out. Okay. Make it even yeah. bigger. Sometimes it's true. You just need somebody to tell you and be like, actually, maybe, maybe just roll it's time to it. look at this differently. You know, yeah. I, I love that. It's idea. the 70s again. Like mm -hmm. brush out your, have, have big cl right. cloud like hair. Okay. Now let's go into blow drying because I feel like this is like the one thing I would want a hairstylist in my life every day for is just blow dry my hair. Right. My hair is thick. It takes so long. I literally always apologize to the person who's cutting <laughs> my hair because I'm like, you're going to be late for your next client. <laughs> but like, what are your tricks to getting it done faster? Is it the Dyson? What is it? Tell us everything. Yeah, a good hair dryer is yeah. definitely paramount. Generally speaking, it depends on the hair texture. If I'm blow drying curly hair to be straight, yes, I wouldn't necessarily completely dry the hair ahead of time before like going into style. Yeah. But if your hair is on the straighter side and you're just trying to get some volume in there or just like dry your hair, I would recommend drying your hair to like 80 to 90 percent dry mm -hmm. first. That'll make everything a lot easier. If you have any kind of wave in your hair, maybe focus on drying the mid lengths and ends first and leave the, the roots to be a little bit more wet so you can straighten them because mm -hmm. that's going to be the hardest part to straighten. So some people think that it's quicker to to use less sections when you're blow drying your hair. Okay. I think it's the exact opposite. Okay. I think the more sections, the quicker you can do it. And you don't have to go over everything as much because you're yeah. working with less hair. So instead of some people do like four sections, their hair in, in yep. quarters, I usually do it in eighths. Okay. And have little sections. And and the smaller the section, the quicker. You might only have to do two passes with the hairdryer. Yeah, Better mm -hmm. for your hair. You get all of your hair. You have more control. But I would say, yeah, the smaller sections and using a, a blow dry spray will help your hair dry faster because there's alcohol in it and alcohol makes your hair dry faster. What's your go to blow dryer? My go to blow dryer is so I sometimes use a Dyson. Which is good because it's so lightweight mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to give myself back problems. So Dyson's great. Dyson's a really great hairdryer. So I, I, I definitely. And the brush. When I tell you, if you look to my kit right now. Oh, we um, will. We yeah. will shortly. Let's stay tuned on TikTok. It looks mm -hmm. like it's just, it's, uh, I, I don't discriminate. So there's some expensive things. There's some okay. cheap things. Yeah. I really like the GHD round brushes. I okay. like a boar bristle mm -hmm. round brush. Right. Because that means I don't have to swap them out because I don't want to use a metal brush if someone has like bleached hair or processed mm -hmm. hair. I wouldn't use a metal brush on them. So boar bristle brushes are my favorite. JHD have really good uniform bristle brushes and they're pretty. They're all like everything matches and that luxury. Yeah. It's all, all details are thought about. Okay. Well, we need to ask you about two 90s trends. So the 90s blowout is back. How do you kind of get that look? That is just that is just volume. Mm -hmm. But I, what I will say about that is it's not like an 80s volume where it's like really teased and yeah. it doesn't move. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a set. Yes. And in the 90s with this with the supermodels, they would set the hair 
and then brush it out and that's and that's what yeah. it was. Yes. So yeah. it's basically like blow drying your hair with a slightly smaller brush and once once your hair hasn't started cooling down yet, clipping it up into the shape of the brush okay. basically. It's the process of your hair cooling down is what's going to give it its shape. Some people they'll get a really nice shape in it and then let their hair fall and that's the shape that your hair will take on. Mm-hmm. So setting your hair is definitely my tip for the 90s mm-hmm. blow dry. Mm-hmm. I'm really liking the mullet. I'm seeing a lot of girls with mullets and I yeah. really, really like it, especially when it's you're incorporating your natural curls, your natural wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love um, that. I think it looks really cool and really modern. It's probably we're going to look back on those photos like we are like in our 80s photos and be yeah. like, that was a, a huge mistake. Was, but was right moment. now it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people sure. people left their house. They're excited. They're getting mullets. Yeah, we were inside <laughs> for three years. So Exactly. What about the 90s, like 90210 tendrils down? Like I see Kim is wearing that a lot. All yeah. of the cool LA so girls. Yeah, yeah, like what is the, what is the take on that to make it feel a bit more modern? So- in the 90s, because I remember back when I was doing all of my friends' hair just mm-hmm. to like practice, it's like two little tiny pieces and I would like spray them so it looked like two little pieces of spaghetti and then I would twist everything back and do a little yeah. 90s updo. I think now, because obviously we have better hair tools and hair electronics, that we're able to style the hair a lot more uniformly, if that's the word. Mm-hmm. So I just did a hairstyle on Chloe in Milan mm-hmm. and we took two pretty big pieces at the at the front it's very face framing it's almost it's like a backwards half up half down in a way if you have your hair up in a ponytail or a Hmm. bun and you have two larger pieces Mm -hmm. it's face framing some people like they don't want to wear their hair back because they they like a little hair around their face Mm -hmm. it's great for weddings also because a lot of the time if people wear their hair down all the time having an updo or having their hair pulled back they don't feel like it looks like themselves or it's not their style so it's a it's a really great way to have some face framing elements but also have your hair up but i'd say the thing that makes it more modern is having those pieces be a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and and incorporating more hair Mm. into them are we going in with the straightening iron are we making them very straight we can we can if that's uh, if that's the required (laughs) result but i love (laughs) curly girls who have curly curly poofs letting it go love that too me too i would like to know the trick for getting that really slickness at like you know that's a tough thing to do okay so if just say we're doing a middle part sleek bun right yes so what i would generally do is i first of all a lot of people have trouble getting their hair back and smooth because yes, that's me your hair can like loop up and the bubbles so if you pull your hair back in sections so basically you could do a, a back section and a front section uh, you could have a section that's ear to ear over your crown mm-hmm. pull that back into a sleek ponytail and like have a ponytail and with the front out once you get that really nice and sleek, then you can pull the front pieces around and put another hair tie around it. Oh, that okay. way you're doing it in the more sections you have. If you have extremely thick hair and you just mm-hmm. want even just to pull your hair back into a bun, you can do it in sections. You literally, wherever you want your hair tie to be, you just say it's going to be on the crown of your head. Mm-hmm. Take a little circle around that and brush it up and then take another circle and around it, it and again. brush it up. Yeah. But f- to get it very, very, very like close to that your glassy, scalp and that and glassy slick back. That is making sure that you have a bristle brush where all of the bristles are uniform. Okay. You can even use a, don't use it on your mouth afterwards or before, 
but a toothbrush is a really great yeah. tool to use mm-hmm. because you basically want to have lots and lots and lots of bristles that are all uniform to pull everything back. So just say you have your hair back where you want it into a ponytail that we're going to mm-hmm. turn into a bun. Because you're going to create a bun and hide where the hair tie is, you can basically spray some hairspray onto a bristle brush and then start brushing it back towards the base of the ponytail. It doesn't matter. That will create bulges around the ponytail, but that's all of the, the loose hair that, that would have been around your face. Mm-hmm. Pulling it back there and then creating your chignon or your bun and hiding all of that hair okay. that you've brushed back. Okay. That's generally what I do. So you don't hairspray the head, you hairspray the brush. I generally hairspray the brush. Okay. If I'm in a huge rush, I might spray the hair, but no, I, I prefer to spray the brush. Okay. Yeah. That way I can, I get it. It's just way smoother. When did you realize that your initials were AF for as fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, and how did you feel? I discovered that, well, when... Not until I started the brand, I was always like in school, there was four other Andrews in my class. Right. So I was Andrew F. So I was Andrew F as opposed to AF. Mm -hmm. But it was when we started the brand and we were talking about marketing and someone said, aren't you so lucky that your your initials are as fuck? And I was like, (laughs) wait, I never thought that. Okay, we we have a marketing plan basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so I really looked at. It, I was You're like, like thank you, Gabbana, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely thanked my mom for not calling me Bob because it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. yeah. No, that's worked out well. I was, yeah. yeah. So are there any hair truths, Andrew, that we didn't cover today that you want to clear up that are maybe you get asked a lot about and you want to set the record straight on? One thing that I just it's I guess it's like it's not a pet hate, but it's just something that makes me go when I see people doing it. It's when people to- aggressively towel dry their hair. Okay. Mm. I've seen people do this where they're almost like rubbing the towel around their hair, squeezing the life out of their hair. Mm-hmm. Hair is so fragile. It's made up of little scales. Treat your hair like the skin around your eyes. It's it's that delicate. Mm. You have to treat it with respect. You have to treat mm-hmm. your hair with respect. So if you treat your hair and dry your hair and uh, and comb through your hair the combing combing through your hair is uh, that's another thing where i see people and they're just like hacking their hair i was gonna say you're mm-hmm. not gonna like the way i brush out my knots <laughs> no, andrew no <laughs> a leave-in conditioner is good for that but mm. section by section the smaller the section the better starting at the very ends and working your way up right. towel drying respectfully mm-hmm. that would be my, yeah. my advice what yeah. about what's the final word on combing your hair wet versus dry if you're trying to get the tangles out right. wet or what Okay, well, I generally, well, I'm starting most hairstyles wet. Yeah. So wet wet is fine. Making sure that if your hair is very tangly, it's like if you have that hair type that just tangles Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. once water hits it. Yeah, no, wet is fine. It's just as long as you're not just pulling your hair, that's what makes your hair stretch and really, really Mm -hmm. damages it, is is you're holding your hair and you're starting in the ends working backwards. So wet is fine as long as you are not pulling the hair. There's not a lot of tension. Yeah, you don't start at the top and and run it down. When I see that, I want to jump over like, no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, be be respectful. What what about tangle teaser or wet brush? What's your fave? Actually, that really depends on on the hair type. There's not one thing. Yeah. But yeah, any tool that's designed to put less stress on your hair, mm-hmm. then that's that's the one to go for, for sure. Okay. Well, they, yeah. they've just come out with tangle teasers that are meant for your dog and for oh. your kitten. PSA here. You heard it first from for me. For your kitten. If, for wow. your, if your cat is old, yeah. sorry, figure it out yourself. But. <laughs> the yes. clumps. So the clumps. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Somebody's been reading Google Trends. <laughs> and our last question for you, Andrew. Yes. What is a universal mantra or Irish expression that you would like to leave people with today? 
Okay, so I thought about this a lot. So there's one phrase in Ireland that I think a teacher said to to me once and I didn't really understand it. So I have a very like addictive personality. Like I want to shop all the time or if I like yeah. something, I want to do it all the time. There's one saying in Ireland. Now, if you're Irish and you're listening to this and I say it wrong, I'm sorry. But there's a, a saying, an rod is anav is iantach, which basically means the thing that is seldom is great. So I love for things to be special. So therefore, I don't allow myself to have it all the time. Mm. So if I have like treats, it's not like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can't wait to be an adult because that means I can have dessert every day before dinner and I can do this and I can do that. (laughs) And there's like a slightly rebellious part of me, but sometimes that doesn't serve me. Mm. So the thing that is seldom is great. So like making sure that you're appreciating the little things that are every so often, like making sure like have a dinner party with your friends every now and then. Yeah, the thing the thing that's seldom is great. I don't know why that's my that's my little Irish saying, but I'm, I'm seeing a new tattoo concept. For you, <laughs> maybe, maybe I have a seldom. lot of tattoos with yeah. seldom. Yeah. Any any beauty tattoos that you want to tell us about on there? Any beauty tattoos or the ones that are about or that you got after a special moment? I don't think I have any. Do I have any hair? Actually, no. Well, okay, I'll tell you one of my favorite tattoos. Okay. I have. Dolly Parton's signature on my thigh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, very quickly, funny story. My dad was in country music back in the day. And I just, I didn't like the male singers. I only liked the female singers. And Dolly, of course, I'm gay. Dolly was was my queen. And a singer that I worked with, she was recording a song with Dolly in, I think it was in Nashville. And she's like, Andrew, do you want to come to Nashville? I know you love Dolly Parton. Would you like to come and hang? If you do my hair, I'll let you hang with Dolly. That was the, that was the deal. I was like, oh, I would love to. Turned out I had to work, couldn't go. But I was like, can you get Dolly's autograph? Never asked for an autograph since or before. But I, I said, I want to get a tattoo to me. So Dolly shows up at her house at like 7 a.m. to do a day of recording. Shows up in Lucite stripper heels, skin tight leather jeggings and like some sparkly top with leather gloves. Yes. Seven o'clock in the morning, full glam, like just the queen of the world. They record all day. My, my friend was taking photos the whole time. She forgot to ask Dolly until she was like walking out the door. She's like, oh, sh- sorry, a friend of mine. He really wants your autograph so he can get a tattooed on him. And she was like, oh, I have to run, but give my assistant his his name and address and I'll, I'll send him one. Months go by. I'm like, okay, she forgot. That's that's totally fine. After a couple of months, I think it was maybe three months later, I got a manila envelope in the mail with a signed photograph of Dolly going to Andrew, love Dolly, blah, blah, blah. And then two pages of loads of different signatures so I could choose the one I wanted to get tattooed on me. Oh, my God. Dolly Parton is a national treasure and an icon. Jolene. 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 That's the clip you're going to use. No, of me saying... Oh my gosh. Dolly Parton. You can dance as well. I saw this on your I love to Instagram. Dance. I love to dance. I, lo- I, I love that my job just, I get to do everything I love. I, I get to be around people. I get to dance and sing and have fun every day. It's my, my job has brought me so many blessings. Hair has brought me so many blessings. So I feel like I always have to give back because it gives me so much. Amazing. Know? Well, yeah. thank you for joining us on Breaking Beauty, Andrew. You're thank the best. You. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Breaking Beauty Podcast. 
And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. Starface is one of our show partners this week. You know, we don't gatekeep around here at Breaking Beauty. So I need to share that I've been high key obsessed with Starface. You know, those are the little cute star shaped pimple patches. And I've been obsessed with them since the day they launched. And honestly, I'm not the only one. I always see the cool girlies on TikTok wearing them because the truth is, is that they do make getting a breakout more bearable. Take it from me. I definitely get a lot of breakouts. And the secret is that they're made with 100% hydrocolloid. So an ingredient that helps absorb fluid and reduce redness while shrinking your spot. All of that. And they keep me from picking my skin too. Plus they're great to tote on the go. They come inside this little yellow compact that holds all of your stars and it has a mirror so you can pop one on on the move. And Starface has a full range of Hydra Star pimple patches for whatever mood you're in. So there's the original yellow, a colorful multi-pack, a solid black. And this is the one I really want to try next. It's called the Hydra Star plus salicylic acid. It's a blue star that actually has been awarded best pimple patch by Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Bustle, and Women's Health. You can grab a pack of Hydra Stars the next time that you're shopping at Target, Walmart, CVS, or Amazon, and you'll understand the hype. But I also want to share that there's a way to save with Starface. You can also discover the entire collection directly from Starface at starface.world. That's S-T-A-R-F-A-C-E dot W-O-R-L-D. And not sure where to start? You can save 10% when you shop the BFF bundle. That's a pack of the classic and salicylic acid stars designed to love your pimples all the way through the healing process. Discount applies automatically at starface.world. We'll link to this offer in our show notes and on our website. Now back to the show.